Welcome, I'm Cliff Hedges. This is Pastor Cliff's Notes. It's the podcast where we're studying the Bible. We're working our way through the book of Acts. Today is episode 295, and today we're looking at Acts chapter 20, verses 1 through 6. Let's read our passage. After the uproar was over, Paul sent for the disciples, encouraged them, and after saying farewell, departed to go to Macedonia. When he had passed through those areas and offered them many words of encouragement, He came to Greece and stayed three months. The Jews plotted against him when he was about to set sail for Syria, so he decided to go back through Macedonia. He was accompanied by Sopater, son of Phyrus from Berea, Aristarchus and Secundus from Thessalonica, Gaius from Derbe, Timothy and Tychicus, and Trophimus from the province of Asia. These men went on ahead and waited for us in Troas, But we sailed away from Philippi after the festival of unleavened bread. In five days we reached them at Troas, where we spent seven days. Well, this is closing out the time at Ephesus in verse 1. It says, after the uproar was over. Remember, Demetrius the silversmith and had stirred up trouble with all the silversmiths, claiming that Paul was causing trouble. Their real motivation seemed to be more that it was it was causing trouble with their business of creating things having to do with idol worship of Artemis, but they claimed that he was actually denigrating Artemis. So there was a riot. Uh, they went into the amphitheater. The city clerk calmed things down and said, Artemis doesn't have to worry about these guys. Artemis is just fine. Everybody knows who Artemis is. And if you got a legal problem, pursue legal means. And so things settled down. And so now Paul is going to leave. So after the uproar was over, Paul sent for the disciples, encouraged them, and after saying farewell, departed to go to Macedonia. So he summoned the believers there in Ephesus, gives them some words of encouragement, and then departs to go to Macedonia. Now it's helpful to follow a map here to get a sense of things. because There's a lot of of uh, places just thrown around. Verse 2, And when he had passed through those areas and offered them many words of encouragement, he came to Greece and stayed three months. So pass through those areas would be the area of Macedonia. Now this is just a, a quick covering of this area, but actually this is a great time to read 2 Corinthians so if you just peruse through 2 Corinthians, that takes place during this time frame. So in Acts chapter 20 here, verses 1 and 2, it seems that Paul was leaving Ephesus to go to Macedonia. He had hoped, that, now we get this from my reading 2 Corinthians, he had hoped that he would meet up with Titus. Titus was returning from Corinth, because apparently Paul had sent a letter, a sharply worded letter, to Corinth, that he had written from Ephesus. He sent Titus to deliver the letter to Corinth and then was expecting to meet up again with Titus to find out how things went. So Paul goes to Troas. Now remember, Troas is the port city nearby Ephesus. And you have to get on a boat then from Troas and cross over to Macedonia. So he didn't meet Titus at Troas, so he went on to Macedonia, primarily Philippi, and that's where he actually met up with Titus. And Titus brought him good news from Corinth. 
Titus had delivered the letter to Corinth and came back to Paul and said, all those that are causing trouble have been disciplined and the, basically the church has been reconciled to Paul. Now, just skip through 2 Corinthians. I just want to pick up a few things out of 2 Corinthians. Understanding it's at this point, probably in Philippi, that Paul writes 2 Corinthians. He says things like, now remember, uh, Paul's purpose here is to travel through Macedonia, then down to Achaia, and collect money to take them to Jerusalem for the poor people in Jerusalem. Then he really wants to go on to Spain and stop at Rome on the way. So from Philippi, he says in chapter 1, starting at verse 8, he says, We don't want you to be unaware, brothers and sisters, of our affliction that took place in Asia. That would be Ephesus. We were completely overwhelmed beyond our strength, so we even despaired of life itself. Indeed, we felt that we had received the sentence of death so that we would not trust ourselves, but in God who raises the dead. Then on down in uh, chapter 1, verse 15, Because of this confidence, I plan to come to you first, so that you could have a second benefit, and to visit you on my way to Macedonia, then come again to you from Macedonia, and be helped by you on my journey to Judea. Then chapter 2, he says, In fact, I made up my mind about this. I would not come to you on another painful visit. This is referring to the sharply worded letter that he sent. Then in chapter 2, verse 12, he says, When I came to Troas to preach the gospel of Christ, even though the Lord opened a door for me, I had no rest in my spirit because I did not find my brother Titus. Instead, I said goodbye to them and left for Macedonia. Then chapter 7, he says, In fact, when we came to Macedonia, we had no rest. But God, who comforts the downcast, comforted us by the arrival of Titus, and not only by his arrival, but also by the comfort he received from you. He told us about your deep longing, your sorrow, and your zeal for me, so I rejoiced even more. For even if I grieved you with my letter, I don't regret it. Then he says later, in addition to our own comfort, we rejoiced even more over the joy Titus had, because his spirit was refreshed by all of you. In chapter 8, he says, uh, he speaks about the collection. He says, we want you to know, brothers and sisters, about the grace of God that was given to the churches of Macedonia during the severe trial brought about by affliction. Their abundant joy and extreme poverty overflowed in a wealth of generosity on their part. I can testify that according to their ability, and even beyond their ability of their own accord, they begged us earnestly for the privilege of sharing the ministry of the saints. Then chapter 12, he says, look, I'm ready to come to you this third time. So if we insert 2 Corinthians right here, pretty much in Acts chapter 20, uh, between verse 1 and 2, it, it makes sense. We get a sense of what's going on there, that uh, Paul has sent Titus with a, a previous letter, a sharply worded letter, rebuking them. Now he's linked up with Titus in Philippi and has gotten good news. So he sends 2 Corinthians back to Corinth. So then in uh, back to Acts chapter 20, verse 2. So he'd passed through those areas, offered them many words of encouragement, and came to Greece and stayed three months. By Greece, he means Achaia, specifically Corinth. Then the Second part of verse 3, the Jews plotted against him when he was about to set sail for Syria, so he decided to go back through Macedonia. 
Now, we don't have a lot of detail here. Paul's got a lot of money, apparently, that he's traveling with. He's been taking this collection that he's going to take back to Jerusalem. And what the plot that the Jews come up with is not not really stated what it is. And so he changes plans rather than get on a boat and set and sail for uh, Syria, specifically Antioch. He decides to travel by land back up to Macedonia. Verse 4, he was accompanied by Sopater, son of Pyrrhus from Berea, Aristarchus and Secundus from Thessalonica, Gaius from Derby, Timothy and Tychicus, and Trophimus from the province of Asia. What is probably going on here are these are representatives from the various churches, or at least regions of churches, where he has collected money, and they're going with him as part of a delegation to deliver this gift to the church at Jerusalem. So you have guys from Berea and from Thessalonica, that is Macedonia. Then you have uh, Derby, uh, which is in Galatia, and, and these other guys from the province of Asia. Then verse 5 says, These men went on ahead and waited for us in Troas. Now by these men, does he mean everybody listed in verse 4? Or he's just being the people from Asia who went on from Macedonia, that is Philippi, got on a boat, crossed over to Troas. Is it just the guys from Asia? Because Troas is in Asia. Or is it all of them? We, we don't know. It, it's hard to tell. Uh, but the point is, they the group went on ahead, and, and then Paul catches up to them. Verse 6, But we sailed away from Philippi after the festival of unleavened bread. In five days we reached them at Troas, where we spent seven days. So the whole group finally together at Troas. So they've crossed over from Macedonia in Europe on a ship. It's a, not a long trip. And crossed the water there to get to Asia, Troas, port city near Ephesus. Interesting shift that takes place here in verse 5. We're back to us and we. Remember, it seemed that Luke had joined the group at some point and it shifted from Paul was doing this, Paul was doing that, to we were doing this, we were doing that. Then it seemed like Luke stayed behind in Philippi. Now they're leaving Philippi and we pick up again the we statements. Now it just could be a writing style that Luke uses or what it means to me probably is that Luke has rejoined the group. Lucas stayed in Philippi now for well, probably a couple, three years while uh, the other things were going on and now has rejoined Paul and the group and is traveling with them. So we are all together now in Troas and celebrated the Festival of Unleavened Bread and then spent a week together in Troas. So we'll have some events in Troas and then continue the journey back to Jerusalem. Thanks for joining me. Join me again next time as we continue working through the book of Acts.